Hi, peeps. Help Me Be Me is underfunded and needs your help. If you enjoy listening to this or it helps you at all, please visit helpmebeme.com and click donate or visit me on Patreon. Thanks. Hi, friends. It's Sarah May. And this is a uh, power-up mini from um, my maternity leave. So there's a tiny baby (laughs) next to me. And you might hear it, so apologies. Um, So this is a... Uh, this is an experiment. This is a really short one, but I figure... And I'm also on my laptop, so apologies for sound quality and ambient noise. <laughs> um, okay. So this is for healing a possibly scarring experience into a resilience booster. And first of all, thank you so much for your letters. I've received so many moving ones as of late. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, second of all, this is kind of a uh, a condensed version of another episode I've done on resilience. So this is like this is content that's in there, but I feel like this is a more practical format. So this is like a shorthand version of changing a trauma or hurt from a scar, <laughs> a scar into a medal of sorts. Um, and I believe this works from my personal experience. So this is for anyone if who has had something really traumatic happen and it hurts them and like makes you just go into like that gushy kind of cry and you can tell it's one of those sore spots that's going to make you cry for like the rest of your life so this is something you can do to actually change and reframe how that experience is written into your memory and into your body's muscle memory so that it doesn't represent something traumatic and instead is something you went through that doesn't mean so much to you. So I want you to practice these steps around that experience basically as soon as it happens. And it will likely the pain will likely have to do with your powerlessness in the face of whatever excruciating thing happened and your inability to change the circumstances in whatever happened. Um, and I'm going to give you an acronym because other people do that, and maybe that's helpful. I don't know. So I know Tara Brock has, like, rain, etc. Mine didn't work out to be a word, so I'm just going to tell you it's CPTP. Kind of like CBGB, but it's CPTP. Um, so this is a way to improve your resilience immediately after an event has hurt you. Number one, choose. First, you've got to become aware that you are replaying something painful and it's like kind of a gushy wound and you've got to choose to heal it. You're going to take steps to heal it. This will kind of give you, this this actual decision making will give you a bit of mental resistance. And so if you find that you're unsure you want to reframe it or if you think it's a good idea or not, then I would say just go through the practice of trying this out. And if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't feel like you want to do that, then don't. <laughs> That's Milo. That's the first one. Second one, positive inverse. So I want you to take the story of what happened and choose to rewrite it 
which will take some effort, but I want you to take the positive inverse of the thing that happened. Um, so taking like, no, we know that it's a terrible thing. There's nothing that's not going to be true about that. I want you to take it and say instead, um, I am so grateful that XYZ didn't happen and that this ended when it did or something like that. You're going to take the opposite side of that negative and just phrase the story in terms of that. So it's like if there's, you know, the whole of the event and you're focusing on the negative, it's whatever else exists besides that. So, for example, um, I'm so grateful that I was... <laughs> Doggies. I'm so grateful I was able to get out of that situation as soon as I did and that I'm okay now. I can't remember the podcast I listened to. I think it was um, Hidden Brain. And they were talking about people who went through a bank robbery and the way they ingested the trauma. Um, the people that were resilient were able, were just naturally inclined to spin it toward, I am so lucky that X didn't happen. I'm so lucky that, um, you know, they didn't kill everybody or something like that. Like, they found the positive, and the people that really uh, felt the trauma were the ones that said, why did it have to be me? So I want you to take whatever your situation is, take the positive inverse, that's your new story. Number three. Tell your story, beginning, middle, and end. So I want you to discuss this event with one person who is close to you, including the process that you are going through in finding the positive. Um, so I'm going to give you what these things are, but you're going to frame this discussion with the beginning, middle, and end. And I'm going to tell you what those are. So the beginning is... It was so painful for me. I suffered so much. Like the the retelling of the pain you went through. Just you don't have to go through the event, but just like I suffered. The middle would be the context, understanding why it was so painful. I it hurt because I was powerless. And then the end would be the process you are resolving um, now, like what you are going through now in going through this CPTP thing. For example, I am putting it in order in my mind and I am, um, insert chosen positive story here. For example, I'm so glad that it ended up being okay because it only lasted X amount of time or whatever the inverse negative would be. Number four, press release it. So that means share what happened, past tense, in the most kind of washed down, objective, and positive, um, empowering version of that story possible. So the matter of fact, simplest press release, like the PG version or public facing version of your story. And only give this press release to those who you know are supportive and sympathetic in your life. But basically the goal is to get the story out there to as many people as possible who can, who can be supportive to you and also just um, can witness you. And this step is, is last. And you do it after you've done the other ones. But this just allows you a safely distant way to formally own, formally own the right narrative and be able to share it with others, which will only heal you back faster. And the more you can discuss it, the better. 
but it's really essential to choose the right people. Only the people who you can rely on to be sensitive deserve this information. So no one who is just nice or well-meaning but can't be mature or not judge or analyze or give their feedback. So you want people that are just going to validate you and not ask anything of you. So if you don't know for sure about a person, don't tell them. If you have one friend like this, that's great. If you have three friends, that's awesome. It's a very rare trait, so don't feel bad. If there's like nobody that you think you can trust with this, that's cool. It just matters that you share it with one person who can be supportive. My last two tips I would just say um, about the, this is about the original wound. If you find yourself heading back into that gush of the pain and, and the, I'm going to cry and mourn about it. Stop, step back, and soothe yourself and redirect your consciousness. Like, take a little light, lightness break. So watch a comedy on Netflix. Um, change channels in your brain. Second, lean into the annoyance and the casual hatred of the surrounding factors in your trauma. So this is more to, um, to distance your your relationship to it a little bit. So things like, you know, hating on the menial shit, like, you know, that was super lame. I fucking hate XYZs. XYZs can be so stupid. This is what's wrong with the system. It's it's like I shouldn't have had blank to deal with and da da da. Basically cre- creating a angry, annoyed um judgment of things that are the people did wrong, the things that were stupid, the things that were bad about your situation creates a, a, the right amount of distance from the pain while activating kind of a self-protective element, which is anger. So I hope this helps. And if you feel like your event is too gnar, then don't feel bad about not being able to do this. I think this can work for certain kinds of traumas, but when you've been physically hijacked, there's not a huge amount you can do in this vein. And whoever you are, whatever you went through, Hang in there. I send much love from Babyland. And for anybody who is going through a breakup currently, I wanted to let you all know that the breakup album is now live. It is on uh, yaywithme.com. Available in its entirety. Finally. And if you have feedback you want to share, if you were uh, one of the early testers, still taking that. So I will still be revising. Please do not stop sending that. And I wanted to give a shout-out to all of my monthly sponsors. Um, Thank you so much for your support. It's amazing. And holy cow, I want to give a huge shout-out to Catherine. Your amazingly generous donation blew me away. It's the biggest one I've gotten so far. So thank you. Thank you so much. Milo says thank you. Um, And in closing, remember that life is not going to be what you expect it to be. There will always be the change you cannot know. So never lose hope and always remember that there is much you cannot see about yourself and your situation from where you stand now. So whatever hasn't been working, don't fret. Just take a step back and try something new and something weird even. And don't stop. Don't stop trying things. So I hope this helps. And if you have time for a review, I really appreciate those. And if you have the means for a donation, I always hugely appreciate those. They're always very helpful. And if you think this can help somebody, please share it. So I send you my love, and don't forget to smile.